What's up, my Hanyaks? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Hope you're ready for your daily dose of weird here on this Wednesday. Hope you're having a pretty darn freaking good week, because I know I am so far. I've uh, been designing a lot of merch in my spare time. Not that we're going to get merch anytime soon. We need uh, a little bit bigger of a following, bigger of a group, because if I'm going to make merch, I got to know I can sell the merch. And so figuring, if anyone has any tips on ways we could do it, whether it's like, uh, hey, we can get this many people. Isn't there a site? There's a site where it's like if you get this many order pre-orders, They'll make the design, but I don't know what it all is. I'm just having fun. Made a lot of uh, fun, cool merch, and it's been really, really enjoyable. I can I'll talk about some of the previews. So I've I've made I've made one really leaned into the uh, alehorn guy thing. Made some good ones. It's a uh, save the turtles. Shout out to Seth on this one. He helped me with this one. Save the turtles comma, use an alehorn, and then it has like a picture of a drinking horn, and then I even found a picture of a uh, what I would call a turtle Viking, Viking turtle. I don't know which direction that would go. And there's a couple different designs. We have the obvious one that's, uh, you know, uh, never forget Tampa Bay and just straight up with palm tree in a boat. And naturally, cause you know, I look, how could we, how could we forget Tampa Bay? It's such an iconic thing. It was, um, man, what a wild time too. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I have a generic one that's just rambling Viking. And then it has, uh, kind of all my merch merch ideas or taglines so like ride the lightning uh uh, what's up my honey let me pull it up what's up my honyaks pretty darn freaking good uh i'm more of an alehorn guy back to the mother load haven't made that shirt yet um oh i put these some of these words sideways oh i've got i've got no (laughs) i've got no horse in that fight and (laughs) why mca uh so yeah, what's that other one? Oh, your daily dose of weird. One of my newest taglines. And that's the biggest thing, honestly. I have these great ideas of like, oh, that's a great intro. Saying, welcome back to your daily dose of weird. And then I forget about it when, it, when it's time to record because it's in, it's not in my podcast notes, it's in my merch notes. And, well, it might be in my podcast notes, but it, regardless, it's... <laughs> I, I don't say it, and then I go back to the episode, or I go back to my notes later, and I go, oh my gosh, how are you supposed to get use a good tagline if you're not going to use a good tagline? There's no point, and it's just a great idea, wasted. Perfect potential down the toilet. So, it's been a good week. Uh, what else was there? There was something... Nope. I guess not. I did, I did, I will say this. So, I made... I made, I don't have a horse in this fight, and it's like the silhouette of a horse that with the the universal sign for like no, where it's like the red circle to slash, and then it's two guys fighting, it says I don't have a horse in that fight. Uh, where's that newest design? Hold on. Oh, it's in the Hanyaks one. Yeah, I, I made a couple Hanyak shirts. Oh, they are fire. Okay, so my first, no, that's not the right ones. I swear. Oh, 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 oh. A newest line that I don't know I brought up that's from Connor is, uh, he sent me this one. Shout out to you, bro. He was talking with his dad, and I guess he burned his forearm, and uh, basically he's going to have a scar on his arm, and his dad's like, well, you know what they say about scars, and getting at, you know, chick stick scars, and uh, in... In a few words, and you can sum up what Connor said was, yeah, chicks may dig scars, but my wife does not. 
<laughs> so that's a, that's a shirt. You know those simple shirts where it's like, uh, live, think, live, laugh, love, right? The annoying phrase that we all hate, but in a, in a cooler way. So it's, it's just chicks dig scars. And then in very small print right under that it says wives do not. So, yeah, I might eventually, not right now, but I might eventually throw a link into some of these, uh, and try and get some feedback, but not this time, not just yet. But uh, if you got any merch ideas or any merch versions you want to send to me, uh, or if you have of any of the merch I've talked about, if you're like, yes, I would wear that, or uh, you know, I would wear a hat that says this. Tell me, and I'll put it on the list, and we'll start building this out because I'd like to have some some merch someday. So my Hanyak ones is just a really really cool um, font, and it just says Hanyak, and I and I like that. And then there's another one where it's three different neon fonts, so it's Hanyak Hanyak Hanyak. And then there's this other neon font where it says Hanyak Horde. And I, I did make other ones that like Hanyak Horde member number one. And I thought it'd be funny if everyone thought they were number one because as a Hanyak, you think you're the best because you're too stubborn to not be the best, even when you're blatantly not the best. I mean, that's the whole premise. You're farming on horrible land, but you're like, I'm going to farm this land because I can do this and I'm going to make it work. So, <laughs> yeah, I figured, oh, it, it, in a horde of Hanyaks, they would all think that they're the first member. They're the they're the primary member. They wouldn't and they wouldn't they wouldn't give up anything less. They wouldn't be, oh yeah, I'll be that's fine. I'll be member number twenty five. No, they're all member number one. So that's what it is. But that's that's what I got going. Uh, lots of merch ideas, lots of fun, good merch ideas. If there's anything you notice that I say all the time, besides um or like or any of those stupid filler words that I need to get better at not including. Let me know. I'm always open to ideas. And several of these ideas have not come from me. They've been, or they've stemmed from conversations with people, namely Seth and Connor have, have, uh, bounced, uh, been good. Uh, we've bounced ideas back and forth, kind of brainstormed. So yeah. Uh, hilarious news of the week. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Hilarious news of the week. So I found this article. I had to email it to myself because it wasn't on my computer. It, this is wild. All right, that's what we're going to do. I got a couple new ideas for some new different segments. Ooh, before I get to it, the game, will can't forget about the game, Will It Sermon. This is, oh man, because of all the July 4th stuff, this is probably going back almost 10 episodes now, but I introduced a new game that I want to play with you listeners, but it kind of needs your participation. You are one half of the coin. This is not one where it's like, I can play by myself and you guys can chime in. It's like, no, I need you to play this because it needs to be, it's an improv exercise and it's kind of hard to do by myself. So, but it's Will It Sermon, and you give me a thing. I think last time, what did we do? Uh, monitors. We did, like, a monitor, because I just got a new computer monitor. And then I ended up turning into a whole, like, oh, how, you know, Christ is the CPU, we are the monitor to the world. And I, I, I took it two different directions. But uh, I think a monitor, Will It Sermon? Yes, it will sermon. No cool noise there, sorry. But Yes, it will sermon. So try and stump me or... And or let's just find out what what we can make biblical Christian analogies for, and uh, I'm sure we can make it for anything. I mean, it could be. So I'm looking at this right now. I'm not going to do that because <laughs> I don't think I can. But uh, literally anything and everything. Send in your submissions, and you know, you know, one of the five ways you can get a hold of this Dagum podcast. So uh, we'll talk about those a little bit later. But yes, will it sermon? I want to play this game. Uh, it's just on you. I need your help to make it happen. So let's make it happen. Come on, you Hanyaks. 
Don't be so stubborn. I'm just going to listen. I'm not going to contribute. I'm sorry. You guys are great. I appreciate every single one of you listeners. You guys are awesome. So in weird news, I'm pulling up the article right now because I was a little unprepared. Don't hate me. Uh, found a story. I was looking at local news. So I, I realized local news is the best one to find the quirky news articles. Because here we go. Check this out. Ready for this? It's a man in Michigan was uh, renovating his house and he found buried like 50-something bowling balls in his backyard. This is freaking crazy. Hopefully no video plays. Oh, sorry. I was way off on that number. Michigan man finds 160 bowling balls under home. So what? I mean, I will say this. At least not dead bodies. Uh, maybe the Great Lebowski just lived there or something like that. That's what I would assume. Like it's, it, it's, it's definitely not. Because <laughs> I know we all have that nightmare. Like, what if I found like a dead body? Or then, as kids, we all had the cool thought. Like, ooh, what if in my wall I found, you know, like thousand dollars or whatever? Uh, and then the cartel comes for me. Now it's a cool action movie. No, this <laughs> this dude, a hundred and sixty bowling balls. So link in the description so you can go read this for yourself. Norton Shores, Michigan. A Michigan man made a striking discovery under his house when he went to demolish his back stairs. He found 160 bowling balls. Ready? Get ready for this. He's a fellow Viking. Get excited. David Olson, 33. He's a fellow Viking, a kindred spirit. That's all I'll say. say said he found one ball buried in the sand behind cinder blocks uh, this month and continued finding more over the following days. So it's like, okay... You find a bowling ball in your backyard. It's like, okay, whatever. This is, there's surely a weird, funny story behind this. But then, like, someone who's very sentimental about bowling and is like, it was their first ball and they, you know, it cracks or whatever. And so you go and you have a, like, it's like when your pet dies when you're young and your goldfish and your mom and your dad take you out. You bury the goldfish, put a little wooden cross, and it's like, oh, it's my goldfish's grave. Bowling ball grave? I don't know. It's a bowling ball mass grave was found in Michigan. <laughs> Oh, he goes, I was actually a little happy about it because it's a little easier to roll balls, roll bowling balls out of the way than to move sand and figure out where to put all that. (laughs) So it actually was a practical thing. Just wait. This story gets better. He believe and he believes there are even more buried under his home than 160. So we're just scratching the tip of the iceberg here. He contacted the maker of the balls, Brunswick. Surprise. I didn't know there was any other makers. And they so Brunswick had a plant in the area and said they were made in the 1950s. Said former employees contacted them and told them the workers used to take scrapped bowling balls to use as an alternative to gravel or sand. So that's a very what I would call an environmentally conscious way to deal with your scraps. You can't recycle a busted ball. You're like, you know what we can use this for? It's way easier than sand and it works just the same. So, hey, I, I, I can dig it. Brunswick shut down the plant in 2006. He said many of the balls aren't in good shape. Well, first of all, they weren't in good shape to start with, so they don't have finger holes and aren't polished. Why is that a sentence in this? Of course they're... Okay, finger holes, one thing. But polished? Why would they be polished? They've been in the ground for like 70 years. <laughs> what? Okay, this is the great. He has donated some and plans to give some to uh, the Heritage Museum there. I'm not going to pronounce it. It's uh, Muskegon Heritage Museum. He'll use the rest for land. He will use the rest get this for landscaping or to make sculptures. Yes, this guy's a freaking champion. Well, way to go, my fellow Hanyak and 
uh, and Viking. Freaking oh, Scandinavian legend over here. Finds the bowling balls. Then he's like, oh, you know what? This is convenient. Easy cleanup. Does a little research. Is like, oh, that's cool. Well, I may use some for my landscaping. And turns out I'm an artist and can turn some of these into a sculpture. And then I'll donate some to the museum. What? This dude's a freaking champion. Uh, he's, he's our, he's our, uh, he's our, he's our Hanyak of the week for sure. Maybe that should be a bad thing. No, cause we call that, I call everyone a Hanyak. So if you want to read the story for yourself, go check it out. It's in the description. Freaking blast bowling balls in, in under your backyard. Like I, I can only imagine that moment where it's like, all right, let's destroy these backstairs. You start destroying it and you're like, Wait, what is this? You find one, you find five, you find 160? Oh my gosh. Come on. Uh, like, I would just be laughing the whole time. Sitting there with a sledgehammer, just dying laughing. Like, I wouldn't be able to finish the project because I'd be laughing too hard. At how crazy this whole thing is. Uh, so, that cracks me up. But yeah, that's our that's our weird story weird uh, of the week, or at least of this episode, so you're definitely getting your daily dose of weird here, uh, 160 bowling balls in the backyard, you're welcome for that one, alright, <clears throat> on to other topics, I discovered this week that corn on pizza is, and I put this in all caps, no good, you said corn on pizza, where do you have corn on pizza, look, people think Hawaii, Hawaii on pizza, Pineapple on, yeah, I don't want a volcano on my pizza. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, look, we all know that's a sin. But corn on pizza, that's for, that's, that's a special kind of person. And I will say my wife, who, she is that special kind of person that has a weird affinity for corn in so many different ways, that uh, she loved it. She thought it was great. I, I tried some of the pizza. I was like, I'll try it. And I was like, I don't know, think biting into pizza, if you're not eating pizza right now, because I, I know I know several of you like to eat your pizza and listen to my podcast, so uh, for those of you who aren't, just imagine, just try and think to the last time you ate pizza, and like think about what, when you bite in, like first of all, what are those textures like, and then what are those flavors like, and does corn fit in there for you? It doesn't, the answer is no. It, it's not. No, I gave it a shot. It wasn't like horrible, horrible, but it was wrong. Like I bit into it, started chewing, and my, my thought was, this is wrong. So corn on pizza, where do you stand? Have you ever had it? And if you have, where do you stand? Because I'm not going to take your opinion if you've never had it. Well, actually, if you stipulate, I think it would be wrong, but I have yet to try it. I will take those sort of answers. Because as you know, my philosophy with food, even though I'm awkwardly picky, it's, I will try everything once, you know, tr don't knock it before you try it. Cause you never know. Look, Funyuns and Nutella, Funyuns. And that was a road trip discovery. Me and boy. All right. And Seth and I were on a little road trip and, uh, we just had a bunch of snacks and everyone knows pretzels and Nutella. Well, I had some Funyuns and I was like, what if we tried this? Turns out it was incredible. It takes that saltiness because Funyuns are a different kind of salty and kind of that puffy, fluffy instead of that, uh, instead of a pretzel-y, <laughs> you know, so they got, a, I don't know, it's just a different profile, so much so that it amplifies that, like, salty-sweet combo, takes it to the next level, it's awesome, don't knock it before you try it, you Hanyaks, go try uh, some Funyuns and Nutella, just take your fun. now be warned, a Funyun, Nutella's so dense, if it's not, like, kind of, 
that it can break the funyun. So you need to be mindful. You could break off. You could break the funyun if it's like a whole ring. So just uh, be ready for that. Like you may have to kind of work to get a good amount of Nutella on it. But uh, that's pro tip of the week. All right. When you're dipping your funyuns in your Nutella, you need to make sure that you don't go in too hot. All right. You come in too hot. Try and try and scoop too much. You're gonna you're gonna break break your funyun. And man, a broken funyun. That's like six weeks recovery at least. I'm talking PT twice a week. Sometimes a minor arthroscopic surgery, but uh, you just you got to be careful when it comes to to breaking your funyun uh, and or or even tearing your funyun. I mean, it's one of those few rare cases you can break it, you can tear it. It's it it's a multifaceted uh, body parts. So just be careful. Okay. Be careful with that. Um, Ooh, I cannot forget this because this is the second or third time I've utilized this. So on my way to work, I was pre-planning. I was like, I'm going to get lunch. Uh, and so I, I stop or get dinner, whatever was doing. Right. So Jimmy John's, it's a great spot. And I think we've all had the catered Jimmy John's. Well, they've now expanded that to the general populace and they're calling it your box lunch. So your deal of the week here, folks is, so let's see, what have we got? We've got our weird news of the week. We've got our pro tip of the week. We've got our thing to food to try of the week and our weird food to try of the week. These are all, this is all panning out nicely. And now we've got our deal of the week, our, our life hack food, fast food hack, of the week. And that is the Jimmy John's box lunch. If you have not had this, why? And if you refuse to go try this, get out. Because so what they've done is like you could always get a combo at Jimmy John's where you get chips, drink, and and or you know you add in a cookie, pickles beer, whatever. Well now they're doing like when you, if you ever have like a large like catering order, you know, where we're like, we ordered a bunch of sandwiches and you're like, oh boy, I'm going to have to pick off a bunch of crap. If you're like me, that's what you say. <laughs> Come on, plain slims. And, uh, but now recently they've instituted a thing called the box lunch. So it, you get, you still, you still get whatever sandwich and then you just make it a box lunch. It comes with chips, cookie, and I think a pickle spear. And it's really not much more. I want to say it was like nine bucks for all of that. So if you're. And I wasn't in need of the of, of a drink, so I didn't order a drink because I don't think it comes with one. But I ordered the box lunch, and the best part about it is you think normally you get this crap in a bag, right? It's all mixed up in a bag, and you're having to carry the bag. This comes in a little in that little cardboard box, and it's all nice and neat, so you can carry it in. You can open it up. You can eat it right there. Eat it on the go. It's awesome. It is the best. I am oh, I'm so pumped about it. It's such a good on the go deal. It's awesome. You gotta get it. Try it out. Let me know what you think. But that is the deal of the week here, folks. The Jimmy John's box lunch. If you know, if like either you didn't want to make have to make your lunch and like find a lunch box, like me. If you're somebody who's like, man, I haven't had to think about a lunch box in a while, and I'm like, well, let me go get the box lunch. It all fits in there. And then when you're done, you put the trash in the box. You throw the box all away. It's beautiful. It's totally, totally autonomous. Totally self-contained, self-sustaining. It's awesome and it's not crazy expensive so uh, don't get a regular combo at jimmy john's get yourself the box combo treat yourself okay you know it's, it's gonna be great it's gonna be absolutely perfect best decision you will have made this week outside of eating corn on pizza 
establishing that it is the devil's lettuce and that, no, can't say that. That's a reference to something else. Why did that come out of my mouth? Establishing that it is wrong and like the devil's lettuce. <laughs> it, it, it's the devil, Bobby. <laughs> Corn on pizza is the devil, Bobby. My, my, my mama said. So, all right. A couple new games. So I talked about Willet Sermon and how I'm needing your help on this. So one, one that this hit me, th- courtesy of my dad. My dad is a freaking national treasure, all right? He's awesome. He's the best. Uh, the, you can't get much better than D. White, all right? Uh, so my dad, I was hanging out with him, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear a little pop, and I look over. This man, I, I got I to gotta double check what they're called because I, I don't want to mess it up. So I hear a little pop. And I look over, and he has those Listerine strips. And I, I go, in my mind, I don't, I didn't say anything out loud, but in my mind, I just go, "What? These are still a thing." It took me back to like 2006 instantly, like, boom, like teleported me straight back to 2006, and I go. Holy crap, I totally forgot these were ever a thing. I thought they were dead and gone. So, did I introduce this new new bit? I don't know that I did. It's called Gone, But Not Forgotten. <laughs> and it's instances of things that you thought maybe went out of style or went out of uh, at least the mainstream sphere, but then you see someone using them. Like, say, when you see someone with a flip phone who's using it seriously as their main phone. That is gone, but not forgotten. Or you see someone who miraculously is using a Nokia brick. Gone, but not forgotten. I'm wasting a bunch of these bits already. So, I gotta stop. But, yeah, Listerine breath strips. Homeboy took a couple out, threw them on his tongue, and had the freshest breath. And I just went, man... I wonder if my dad is like <laughs> is responsible for 30 to 40% of the revenue that these things bring in to keep them still producing them. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just out of the loop on this. Maybe these maybe little uh, pocket back breath strips that Listerine makes, you put on your tongue and throw on the roof of your mouth. I remember in middle school we'd always like be like how many can you do and you put like two or three and it'd like blast your mouth and someone would be like I'm going to do a whole pack and it would like Borderline sent him to the hospital is crazy stuff, but yeah, gone but not forgotten. The Listerine breast strips. Thank you, Dad, for showing me this and being the inspiration for this new awesome, not bit, segment. That's the word. Oh, we're all struggling here together, me and my Hanyaks. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know those were still around. I was in utter shock. Thought it was awesome, though. Okay, so to close this out, I got, I got one more thing that I'm going to do. And that is, I believe we have a voice memo from Connor. And as he mentioned, oh, I don't know if he did it in his voice memo or he texted it to me. So the crowd, the horde may not know. So for all of, all of you Hanyaks out there, the rest of you, the horde, uh, Yes, he did talk about it. Crazy Kyle. We have our first Crazy Kyle story. All right. So to preface this, a couple episodes ago, Connor left a voicemail, said he had roommate in college, and uh, he gave him the alias Crazy Kyle, you know, to protect the names of the innocent. 
and said in, in 10 months he accrued a plethora of stories and that he was going to submit them uh, for the to the podcast. And that maybe for some of the longer ones, we might just do a little one-off episode, uh, Crazy Kyle Stories. But we have our four, first, first voice memo from him on Crazy Kyle. So let's hear what he has to say. Okay, it was my freshman year of college, and I got there, you know, say about a week before classes actually started. So, what does a person do whenever you have a full week, nothing to do before classes start? Yes, the answer was build a tower of cards. So, I'm doing that out in the living room of my apartment where it's, you know, it houses four people. So, I'm building it, and it's getting pretty immaculate. And so, I'm being very quiet. No one else is here. And all of a sudden, front door flies open, and... Who would it be? Crazy Kyle. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Shh. Making the, you know, shush motion to be, you know, be quiet. Don't do anything crazy. Because I'm trying to build a tower of cards. It could go over at any moment. This thing is knee high to a snowblower. No. He slams doors, sprints to his room, and proceeds to listen to screamo music for three hours. And yes, he was screaming along. Okay, then. <laughs> so, experiment time. I, I decided to not listen to that prior to because I, I like having the, uh, the authentic reaction on my side. Uh, wow. Uh, that, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy Kyle did not disappoint. <laughs> let's, just, let's just recap that. He, you were building a, a tower of cards. Commendable. And he walks in. You say, shh. <laughs> he disregards, slams the door, sprints. I like how you said sprints because I'm picturing this dude walks in. He just looks at you. You're like, shh. And he's just like, doesn't say anything, slams the door, and just, I mean, Usain bolts it. Full, like, <laughs> knees to chest. Uh, just, as, and three hours of screamo? First of all, how do you have that much screamo? Did you listen? Oh, my gosh. Three hours. Wow. Uh, well, I'm excited for the Crazy Kyle saga because this is going to get, I mean, if that's what we're starting with, oh, I can only imagine the other stories that came out of that. So, uh, Connor, appreciate the voice memo. For those of you who'd also like to leave a voice memo, there's a link in the description. You can leave a voice memo. You can ask me a question. You can give me a Willis Sermon prompt. You can give me any sort of feedback or if you have your own fun stories. I love hearing them. Love playing them. So, three hours of screaming. I'm just thinking, like, I listen to a lot of music, and I have playlists that are several hours long, but I don't imagine just going in on one genre for three hours in my room there's, there's just so many more questions than answers to that. But, uh, yeah, that was oh, something else. All right, I look forward to the next Crazy Kyle story. Thank you so much, Connor, for sending that in. I'm ready to see some more. So, folks, on that note, I'm going to close out today's show. And I say close out, not in, because it lets you know there's still a little bit left. Uh, because we are a rambling Viking. I am a rambling Viking here, so you should uh, kind of get the idea by the name. But... With that being said, hope you enjoyed this week's episode for your daily dose of weird. Uh, appreciate all you Hanyaks listening in. Would love to hear anything and everything, whether it's a merch idea, will it sermon, trying to play that game, make make a list, send it to me, uh, send it to the podcast, and if you if you title it, put the subject line, if it's an email or whatever, say it, will it sermon prompt, I will make sure to not look at it. 
and just pull it up live on the podcast so it can be a little bit more improved. Uh, Corn does not belong on pizza. Uh, Go try it and uh, you'll agree with me. Check out your Jimmy John's box lunch. Go get you one of those. Uh, Because the game is changing, or they are changing the game, I should say. Uh, Gone But Not Forgotten is Listerine breast strips. If you have any other Gone But Not Forgotten, send those in. Anything. Anything from today's episode or from any previous episode would love to hear. And there's a whole, like I always say, there's a whole hands worth of ways to get a hold of the podcast. You can email. It's theramblingviking at gmail.com. You can leave a five-star review and, and do it that way. You can... Uh, text the show and and or call leave a vo- leave a voicemail essentially it's 580-789-9258 and lastly you can leave a voice memo through the link down below and uh, that's how you can get a hold of, hold of the podcast. Would love to hear anything and everything you've got to share. Thanks so much for listening. That does it for this week's episode. I will see you Hanyaks next time.